It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just well, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavist, licensed nutritionist. And I'm so pleased that you have decided to join us today. You know, I have a personal question for you this morning. How did you sleep this last night? Well, I slept great. You know that? <laughs> you know, and I don't always sleep great before a show, but I slept great last night. So you can probably hear it in my voice. I feel great today. So now some of you will say, oh, I slept terrible. I tossed and turned. My husband was snoring. I woke up and I could not get back to sleep until 6 o'clock this morning. So if you went to bed at 11 and slept until 3.30 and then you were awake again until 6, you are pretty short on sleep. Many of you have requested a show about sleep, so we decided to talk about sleep. Sleep in your moods, sleep in your metabolism, and sleep in your memory. So today's topic is sleep your way to better moods, metabolism, and memory. And I've invited two nutritionists to join me today. Both have master's degrees in nutrition. Both are licensed nutritionists by the state of Minnesota. And I am proud that both have worked at Nutritional Weight and Wellness for, is it five years, you guys? Is that about Yeah, right over five yep. years. Five, oh, my gosh. Yep. So they are, teach classes. They consult clients. Um you know, and I often go to both of them <laughs> when I'm researching a topic and I say, get me the research, please, <laughs> because I know they'll find the answer. And many of you regular listeners are familiar with Anna's fun personality and laughter because, but don't let that fool you because she really is a walking biochemistry book. Uh, That's you, Anna. <laughs> I try. Uh, so welcome to the show, thanks, Anna. Thanks, Dar. It's great to be here. Um, I think we're going to laugh a lot today. <laughs> I think we are, which is good, which is good. Sometimes when you're not getting sleep, you have to laugh a little bit. You can't bit. not laugh around Anna. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but I have a little research to be a little bit more serious. Okay. Um so about kind of how lack of sleep slows metabolism. Um, okay, I think that's a new thought for yes, a lot of people. I think so too. And even before I came to work here, I never thought about sleep and metabolism ever. So, um, but there have been a lot of researchers that um, that believe the deep, dreamless sleep um, that you ideally sink into, you know, three or four times a night, which we call that REM sleep, is um, really regulates metabolism. And in fact, the, that deep sleep we should fall into about an hour after we go to sleep is when we release our greatest amount of growth hormone. And growth hormone is the hormone that prompts the body to burn stored fat, which is always good. So mm -hmm. we want some more so. of that growth hormone going, don't we? Yes. You know, I know sleep studies have demonstrated that when you are young, we spend about 20% of our sleep in this deep sleep phase. Mm -hmm. You know, that very deep sleep that people get into. But... When we get older, we often only get into it about 5 or 10% of the time. So as we get older, naturally, our metabolism may slow. And mm -hmm. I can attest to that. <laughs> Before we get into this topic more, I want to introduce our other nutritionist that has joined us this morning. And that's Leah Wetzel. And Leah, 
Yes. How is your? <laughs> how did you sleep last night? I slept great. I did because I knew I had to be on the show today, so I prepared myself to sleep because I still get a little nervous being on the show. So I wanted to make sure that I was prepared and I knew I needed to prepare my body and I knew I needed to prepare my brain for sleep. So, okay, so give us your tricks because I don't (laughs) think people even think about that. Uh, And I do the the same thing on Friday night. Mm -hmm. Yes. I prepare myself to sleep. And yes. Then, so that's a new, again, that's probably a new thought for a lot of people. I think so. And so my preparation starts with a really good bedtime snack. I really like to have before bed some fresh blueberries or strawberries with coconut milk. I am sensitive to dairy products, so I, I don't use things like milk or half and half, but I love coconut milk that comes in the can. In the cans. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because it's higher in fat and the brain seems to need fat for sleep. So that is just, again, like a new thought, isn't <laughs> yep. it? Yep. Our brain is pretty much made up of fat, so you need to support that by eating healthy fat. And I think, Leah, if you think about this, is usually people think that they should eat nothing before they go to bed. <laughs> they do. Yeah. Four hours before bed, they think they should you know, Someone not eat. Someone started that myth mm-hmm. many, many years ago. Yes. But... Really, we need to eat something, don't we? Yes. And in addition to that, usually around a half an hour before bed, I usually take about 600 milligrams of magnesium glycinate. So that's around six tablets a day. Now, Leah, do you take that every night? Or just nights that you have to... Get ready to be on the show. Yeah, not every night. Okay. Yeah, I, that's probably right. the maximum that I take. And usually before days that I really need to make sure that I am prepared for that day. And when I do, I know I'm going to fall asleep and stay asleep the whole night. And I'm really fortunate that my husband does not snore. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> so that means, and it just sounds like your brain's working well today. It is. It is. And I'm thankful for that. Oh, and I'm just starting to... To get that sleep again, and I'll talk <laughs> oh, about that yay. in a minute. <laughs> um, but as my as Doug calls me the biochemistry book, I want to go back to some research again <laughs> because very sadly, just two nights of poor sleep will actually reduce the hormone that helps you feel full and satisfied. Really? Yes. And two. Just nights? two. I couldn't believe that when I read that too. So those and. <clears throat> Those same two nights of poor sleep will increase your hunger hormone by more than 30%. And I think that's, I bet people have recognized that. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I feel more hungry if I don't get a good night's sleep. Oh, me too. Like my cravings are kind of, like I usually don't have cravings and they kind of, you know, spark up. So all you new mothers out there, I feel for you um, <laughs> that are listening. <laughs> um, can you see how poor sleep slows down your metabolism? Yes. Yes. I mean, you know, you you can just tell as a mother of three young children, Belle is five, just started kindergarten, Genevieve is three and a half, and Luke is one. Um, I often go many nights without a good night's sleep. Um, and I can tell you right now, after 14 months of not getting good sleep, Luke has finally started sleeping for the Yay! night. Oh, two weeks, great. going on two oh, weeks. So. Congratulations. I can finally say I'm over that hump. So <laughs> it'll it'll come, and hopefully not for 14 months later. So have you, Anna, have you noticed a difference in how you feel since obviously you're getting a full night's sleep now, most nights, or a lot, some nights at least. Pretty much most nights. Um, I feel great. My energy's better. Um, I've been getting up and running, which I haven't done for about two and a half years. Wow. So I feel great. Um, 
You, you know, look I, great. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so one of the things that I noticed is lately you have been feel, looking and seeming like you feel better. Yeah. And you yeah. look healthier. Yeah. Like, I, I feel, I feel your, like I look healthier. Yes. You're yeah. back to I like that energetic yes. state. <laughs> nice. She never lost her humor. Yeah. <laughs> I try that too. And in addition to that, I wanted to quote some more research. A study from the University Before of Chicago. You do that, yes. I think maybe it's time to take a break. Okay, let's do that. We'll call that research until we come back. <laughs> Sounds good. Right. So you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you have a young child who doesn't sleep well, is restless, wakes up often, I have suggestions. Eliminate all gluten grains from the child's diet for at least three weeks. From a clinical observation, I believe your child will be sleeping better. Give it a try. It could be the solution. Questions about sleep, call 651-641-1071. Dishing Up Nutrition has listeners in San Francisco, Miami, International Falls, and Billings, Montana. Whether you live in the Twin Cities or across the country, nutritional guidance is as close as your phone. Nutritional Weight and Wellness offers phone consultations for people at a distance or too busy for office appointments. Would you like to increase your energy, lower cholesterol, or resolve digestive problems? Here's how phone consultations work. First, complete a health history. Next, discuss your health goals with a nutritionist. Then she creates an eating plan for your biochemistry and lifestyle. You make the time, and Nutritional Weight and Wellness provides the plan and support. Make the call from the privacy of your home or office and get nutrition expertise from the people you trust. For information, call Nutritional Weight and Wellness at 651-699-3438. Outside the Twin Cities, call 888-805-8954, toll free. Or go to weightandwellness.com. Next Saturday, September 24th, Cassie and I will be on stage at the New Healthy Beginnings Expo, which is located at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds in the Grandstand area. And we're going to be answering questions, and it's Ask the Nutritionist, and we're going to be on stage answering questions. So just come by. We're going to be on stage at 1130 to noon on Saturday, and we look forward to meeting you and are happy to answer your nutrition questions. And we will also be conducting many free consultations at our booth at the New Healthy Beginnings Expo, both Saturday and Sunday. Tickets are available at MyHealthyBeginnings.com for only $5 if you bring a food item for Second Harvest Heartland Food Drive. You know, it would be great if you donated healthy foods for kids. That would be great. Definitely. And then also, next Saturday, we have our weight and wellness classes starting in two locations. They're on they're, um, Saturday mornings um, in Wyzetta and St. Paul. Um, it's usually from 1030 to 1230. Mm-hmm. And if you need CEUs, they qualify. Great for nurses and teachers. Um, and it's really a class about, you know, figuring out how to get your health back on track. You know, it's it covers a lot of different areas. If you want to try to lower your cholesterol, if you need more energy, if you've got intestinal problems, it's a great class for all those things and metabolism even. So um, check us out. Um, if you have more questions, call our office at 651-699-3438. And you can also sign up online on our website, weightandwellness.com. Great. So we have a caller today. Should we take a call? Yep. All let's right. take a call. 
Thanks for calling Dishing Up Nutrition. Jenna, do you have a question about sleep? I do. I was um, put on prescription sleeping pills Mm -hmm. about 18 months ago from my doctor, and I've tried to get off of taking them, but I cannot sleep now without them, and I actually have nightmares if I don't take them. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if you have any recommendations for getting off of these sleeping pills and getting back to a regular schedule. You know, we work with a lot of people with the same situation. A lot of people get put on prescription medication and they do want to get off of them. So they come in and, you know, part of it is what you're eating through the day. So we get people eating better through the day because that's going to affect how well you sleep that then at night. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there's some things that you can start to try. And I think what you have to do is slowly you know, kind of wean yourself off so that mm-hmm. you take less and less of your prescription medication. And, you know, I would try, probably check with your doctor first because you need to know if there's going to be any major side effects from t- going off of them. And so talk to your doctor about how he or she would recommend that you kind of wean off of them. Mm-hmm. So do that. But then there's some things that you can do. Were you having trouble getting to sleep? Yes. Okay, so there's something that's called melatonin, and there's actually one that you put under your tongue. It's called sublingual melatonin, and you may need to take a 5-milligram or a 10-milligram melatonin for a few nights to start to get to sleep. Okay. I mean, that's a beginning. And, of course, Mm -hmm. you know, Leah mentioned magnesium, Mm -hmm. and she takes, like, you know, like on a night like last night, she might take 600 on a regular night, she might take 200. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes I've had people take as many as 800 or 1,000 milligrams of magnesium that are having really, really troubled getting to sleep or mm-hmm. staying asleep. So okay. we kind and, and they don't have to, people usually don't have to take that ongoing. It's just at the beginning the stage of re educating your brain to sleep better, is basically okay. what you're doing. Yeah. So those are a couple of things. I mean, you know, there's there's other things that sometimes we do. I mean, sometimes we do some um, natural tryptophan, like it's called 5-HTP. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of different ideas for sleep. Yeah. So maybe, you know, maybe make a consultation too. Come in and see one of us. Yeah, I was going to say that. I mean, everyone's so individual what that struggle is. So it's really mm-hmm. nice to sit down and figure out what works best for you. Okay. Yeah. But it is not an uncommon problem that you're facing. No. Mm-hmm. About worries. 50 to 70 million Americans struggle with sleep. And a lot of them are on prescription sleep aids. So. Yep. And a lot of people want to get off of yes. them. So. Yes. That's why yeah, we did this show today. Yes. <laughs> So th- thank you. Thank you thank very you, much. Thanks for the call. For the call. <laughs> so, Aaliyah, we were before break and, you know, we were talking about you were going to start talking about some research. I was. Um, it was a study from the University of Chicago found that just three nights of poor sleep makes your body 25 percent more insulin resistant and increases the rate of fat storage. And that's kind of an interesting thought, too, that it makes you more insulin resistant. Yes. So in order to get your body out of that fat storage mode, (laughs) you need to get at least seven hours of sleep every night. But for good metabolism, we recommend eight to nine hours of sleep. Yes. So it is understandable why women often gain weight at menopause. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. they're struggling with being awake (laughs) with night sweats. Yep. 
interrupted sleep, and then the lack of sleep leads to insulin resistance and weight gain. We are all, every system in our body is all connected, isn't it? Is. It is. Everything's yes. interconnected, isn't it? And amazing? as you get older, as you age, your cells naturally get more insulin resistant. So that's not, that's not fair either. No. That's not right. <laughs> I know. It stinks. <laughs> so, and I'm not even there yet. Um, I can testify to that. <laughs> Darkhead. So if you are a woman in menopause, um, like Leah said, a small snack before bed is usually a good idea. Um, it's We recommend it all the time. Um, sometimes just half an apple with a tablespoon of almond butter or peanut butter. Um, I usually recommend a lot of times adding half or a quarter teaspoon of natural progesterone cream. Um, and usually you just apply it to the thin skin areas of your body, like um, by your wrists, up by your thyroid gland, things like that, um, up by your neck. Um, women become deficient in progesterone once they no longer ovulate. So it like, you know, how estrogen lowers progesterone basically flatlines. Mm. So, um, and again, the known symptoms of low levels of progesterone are anxiety, mood swings, and behold, the inability to sleep. So, yes. And again, I would recommend too that 400 to 600 milligrams of magnesium glycinate, that is the most absorbable form. So that's the form that you want to look for. Really help people sleep and stay asleep. Yes. Um, and a lot of times we find people who work the night shift. That mm-hmm. could be nurses. I see it all the time in clients. Mm-hmm. Um, policemen, they they tend to get overweight because they often are getting as little as five hours of sleep and their body's metabolism slows down to what we call a snail pace. Yes. Um, it's just not going at all. And if... if if they look at a carbohydrate, <laughs> you know, it's like they, they gain weight. It's so sad, but it, that's how they feel, you know. So, but, but we know when you are short on sleep, and Dart kind of quoted this, you are long on cravings, which basically means your cravings increase, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it's for the whole day. It's not just for a couple hours. It's you're just craving carbs all day long. And that's the carbohydrates I'm talking about are pastries and chips and ice cream and cookies and uh, some people just crave bread. I mean, it can be any of those things. Um, and so when cravings go up and metabolism goes down, you know, that that causes, you know, that's from the lack of sleep. So it's caused by a lack of sleep. So, Anna, let's go back a little bit, a couple of steps, because, you know, I think people understand magnesium now. I think they mm-hmm. kind of got that because we've talked a lot about it. Right. And they have to make sure that they're getting the right form of magnesium and it's magnesium glycinate. And um, there's, so we know that. But let's go back to people in menopause because I think we have a lot of listeners that maybe are in that place right now. And they're not sleeping very well. And they are really frustrated and they're having night sweats and all that. And then you talked about Natural progesterone. Yeah. And they said, what's that? (laughs) (laughs) So natural progesterone cream, it basically comes from wild yams. Mm -hmm. It's a cream. It's so you basically subdermally, you put it on your skin. Um, And some people need a quarter teaspoon. Sometimes I have people take it both in the morning and at night, depending on their symptoms and what's going on with them. Um, So now that's not like HRT. No, it's not. That's what I, you know, I hear that question a lot. <laughs> yeah. Now, is that going to be safe for me? It's, it's very safe. Yep. We, it's, it, there's no side effects. Um, it helps get rid of the night flat, the, the night sweats, <clears throat> the hot flashes. Um, it regulates your metabolism. So it will help you lose weight through menopause. It's a wonderful, I've used it. I've used it. I used it through almost 
um, at least the first two pregnancies, I've used it to help fall asleep. I've had hormonal problems my whole life. So it's just a wonderful product. It's not just for people in menopause. It's yeah. for all ages. So normally, <clears throat> we when we're ovulating, mm-hmm. like you two young ladies, <laughs> you would be making about 20 milligrams of progesterone yeah. every day. Yes. And that's what a quarter of a teaspoon of progesterone cream delivers. Yep. 20 milligrams. The amount your body produces now. So, and we believe that it's better not to overdo, yes. but to do what our body would normally produce. Yes. Yep. And that really usually takes care of the symptoms. Yep. Okay, exactly. that's, okay. So I just wanted to kind of clear that up. Yeah, that's good, Dar. So, you know, we also know that when people are not sleeping, you're not going to win the good mood contest. <laughs> <laughs> So over, and I and I bet you guys see this too because mm-hmm. over half of my clients have both sleep problems, and they often come in, they have irritability. In fact, they say, "I can't stand myself." Yeah, <laughs> yep. And they're moody, depressed, they're exhausted, yep. and we need sufficient sleep about eight hours to recharge both our mind and our body. So as a given that most of us know we need sleep for good mental health. I think most yeah. people know that. I think they, they do. They understand that, mm-hmm. yep. So it's kind of time to ask the question, why are some of us not getting enough sleep? Mm-hmm. That's a great question. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I was talking to my client about this the other day. Mm-hmm. And um, and we'll have to take, I'll answer that question after we come back from break. Okay. All right. <laughs> so you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. The New Healthy Beginnings Expo will be a great place to get nutrition information on pregnancy advice, parenting tips, and how to support fertility. Again, it's next weekend, September 24th and 25th. So join Dar and Cassie at 1130 Saturday for Ask the Nutritionist in the Grandstand. If you have questions today, call us at 65 651-641-1071. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. Next week, starting September 20th, we will be teaching our wonderful weight loss series, 12 one-hour classes. If you start next week, you can lose weight before the holidays, and best of all, you're going to feel great. You'll have more energy, and you'll just feel better about yourself. You know, some of our clients have lost six pounds. Some of them have lost 15 pounds. Some of them have lost 30 pounds. And Nell has lost 90 pounds. You know, this is a real food plan with great teachers who understand the science of weight loss. And also they understand the personal struggles of losing weight. So grab a friend or a mother or a sister or someone and do it together. It's more fun when you do it with someone else. So check our website, weightandwellness.com, for a Nutrition for Weight Loss class near you. And, Dar, mm-hmm. um, we had several callers call in um, over break and wanted to know where we can buy progesterone cream. Okay. So you can buy it at our office. Uh, one, of the, one of the common ones is called Progest Cream mm-hmm. by Emerita. Um, and it's very affordable. Mm-hmm. Um, you can buy it online, too. And I know some co-ops. Yep, co-ops sell it. Um, I'm sure Whole Foods does too. Mm-hmm, so if yep. you can't, fresh get and to, natural. Yep, if you can't get to one of our offices, fresh and natural co-op. 
but people can go on our website and click on the... Yep, if you're not buying one of those things. Yep, exactly. click on product. I believe this is what we do, and, and they can, free it shipping. goes right to the free Shi- shipping. Yep, yep. and yeah. easy. Can't beat it. Yeah, and easy. And it's free shipping. Yes. So it's easy, yes. yes. Good. So we have another caller. Should we take the call? Okay, sure. Great. Yes. Tani, thanks for calling yes. Dishing Up Nutrition. You have a magnesium question? I do. You know, um... Thanks to you guys. A few weeks ago, y'all were talking about restless leg syndrome, and you were talking about taking magnesium, 400 milligrams a day. Yes. And I've had just horrible restless leg, and I started taking that, and it's taken care of it completely. But my so my question is, I I'm in the person you described on the radio. You know, I worked night for 19 years. I'm 56. I can't sleep. I'm I started gaining weight, and if I start if I take the other type of magnesium, how does that interact with the magnesium chloride that I take for my restless leg? Oh, well, it's, um, it, sh- it should be beneficial. You know, if you're finding that the magnesium chloride is working for your restless legs, that's great. But I probably would add the magnesium glycinate also for your sleep. Um, I'm not sure what the if you would have any problems with diarrhea, if you increased your magnesium chloride or not, you might. Exactly. And exactly. But with magnesium glycinate, you should not. Yeah. You know, and that's, so how much magnesium glycinate should I take to maybe help myself sleep? Probably about, I would start with about 400 milligrams. Okay. All right. Real good. Well, thank you. Yeah, great. Thank you so much. See how magnesium helps with restless legs yep. too. Yep. Helps Perfect. so many things. Great. So, so you were going to answer questions. I was. I was. So I was talking with a client yesterday about sleep, and we were talking about it, and I found out that she's only sleeping six and a half hours a night. Mm-hmm. Now, she doesn't have small children like Anna. <laughs> she doesn't have to get up early because she's retired. Mm-hmm. But her answer to that question of why are you only sleeping six and a half hours might, really might not surprise you. She said, I have so many things to do, and I like having the house to myself at night. She likes to check her Facebook. She likes to do her emails. And there's a few late-night shows that she just can't miss. (laughs) And she doesn't sleep late. No. No. Nope. She gets up early. And that was the cycle that she was on Mm -hmm. from, you know, working. And she hasn't got off that cycle yet. Right. So she can do all that stuff during the day now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So... Did she realize that her low moods and anxiety could be just from lack of sleep? Not really. She had no idea that sleep was so important. But sleep is so important for mood management. A study reported in the Journal of Sleep in 2007 found that about 20% of people diagnosed with insomnia will go on to develop a major depression. That makes sense, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, The brain does not function well and lack of sleep. It can't. I mean, just think about this, is that she was just sleeping six and a half hours. It's just a habit, isn't it? Yep. Yep. It gets into her habit. Yep. She was, you know, she would sleep once she was in bed and sleeping, but she didn't develop good sleep hygiene, like the things that we talk about you need to do before bed to shut your brain down. She's on the computer, which we know that that can interrupt being able to shut your brain down, watching the TV. So we talked about ways to change that around so she can get that good eight hours that she needs. Good. Good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I know my grandma, she struggled with sleep for all of her life, Mm -hmm. you know, so 
and it took a toll on her body. So, um, yeah. <clears throat> another study conducted at the University of Pennsylvania found that study subjects <clears throat> deprived of sleep for only a week reported feeling stressed, angry, sad, and mentally exhausted. And so we think about new mothers. I yes, thought, oh. mm-hmm. that you it goes on for months sometimes. Yes, yeah. So understanding what mm-hmm. happens to your moods when you don't get enough sleep may make you change your priorities. Like the lady mm-hmm. that your client, yeah, you mm-hmm. know, you know, I, you know, I really know for myself because yeah. I've I've got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Yes, I you do. really have to get eight hours of sleep, and I have to make it a priority, mm-hmm. or I could easily be up until midnight or twelve thirty. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of so easy to get into that pattern. Oh, it totally is. (laughs) It really is. So once you've decided to get to bed so you can get that eight hours of sleep, how can you get to sleep and stay asleep? A sleep solution to a sleep problem usually takes an individual approach, like what we were talking about a little bit earlier. So a personalized nutrition consultation would be the best solution. We would address your individual needs in a two-hour consultation that's only $250, and you will leave with a personalized plan. So I think one a couple of things that we should kind of go back and talk about just a little bit here is Mm -hmm. that, first of all, you got to make the decision (laughs) that sleep is important. Sometimes that's hard, yes. And it isn't all just older people that get into this pattern that people have retired. It's it's young people that get into this pattern. And more so now with all the electronics that we have that are part of our everyday use, daily habits. Yeah. And then we have these people that, oh, they believe that they need eight hours of sleep, but they get in bed <laughs> and they cannot Can't sleep. sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what we want to kind of address. What are we going to do for people that just cannot get to sleep? I think mm-hmm. that's. You know, some of the things and some of the things we've already talked a little bit about, but we Mm want to hit it again so that people really start to change some of these habits that they may have had. And one of the things that we talked about before is absolutely we have to eat something before we go to bed. Oh, yes. It's a a snack. You have to have a snack before bed, especially if you're having sleep problems. Yeah. But, Anna, you know what I hear and Mm -hmm. you hear this from clients, too. Is yes, but then I'll gain weight. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it really depends on what you're eating before you go to bed. Yeah, if you if, eat a bagel. If you eat a bagel, or that's popcorn spike. Yeah, or popcorn, which is so common, it's going to spike your blood sugar. You're gonna, you know, and then you're going to be storing fat all night. But then you're going to wake up in, at three in the morning and be wide awake and don't know why. Or you know, a lot of people <laughs> eat. Well, they think, okay, I'm not going to eat popcorn, but I'm going to eat triscuits. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, or the fat-free frozen yogurt. I have so many clients that are coming. Oh, it's fat free though. That you know, or it's sugar free. You know, mm-hmm. with the Splenda. Uh huh. I'm like, oh my, not good for you. So, what's a better snack then? <laughs> um, my favorite's the berries and cream. Um, I handle small amounts of dairy, so I I do that every once in a while. But I think I think for a lot of people, even just this is Oralie's favorite snack. Mm-hmm. She has a half avocado and salsa. That's great. And it's so it's. You know, low carbohydrate, but it's good fat. So it's going to support your brain while you're sleeping, you know. And I know, you know, Leah, you said before in the show, our brain needs fat. Mm -hmm. Yes. You have to support that brain fat to sleep. Yep. Yep. And, you know, our brain is 60 to 70 percent fat. Mm -hmm. 
So yes, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. It's just very logical. Yes. So we get a good snack yep. and then what do we need to do? Well, like like Leah said, a lot of times she relies on magnesium and I have too. I, I use it um quite often. Um so include, you know, four to six hundred milligrams of magnesium. Maybe start smaller and go um, up a, a ways if you need to. Um, and remember, it's magnesium glycinate. That's the best one. Um, and I think, Leah, do we need to take a break? We are. We're okay. ready for another break. Okay. Okay. So you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. I would like to highlight some of the Nutrition for Weight Loss classes coming up next week. We have five daytime classes. Yes. Daytime classes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And they're they've been quite a bit. They've been a hit lately. Yes. Yeah. So in St. Paul on Wednesday, we have a class going from 12 to 1 p.m., and Angela will be teaching that class, and she has personally lost 30 pounds. Go, Angela. Yeah, I know. And Friday, September 23rd, in YZ, I will be teaching, and I have lost well over 30 pounds. (laughs) Well over. Well over. 50 pounds. 50 pounds. pounds. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And I've kept it off for a long time, so I I definitely have a lot to give for that class. Saturday, we have uh, 9 a.m. We have uh, classes in YZ, St. Paul, and North Oaks. And Rhonda will be teaching in North Oaks uh, her class, and she shows off her 1950s skirt that Fits again. Oh, wow. <laughs> she's so cute when she does that. Yeah, she's so cute, yeah. Uh, fun and knowledgeable teachers and terrific nutrition information. And also included are two one-hour consultations. So call us for prices and locations or go to weightandwellness.com. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you sleep poorly, your mind and body are deprived of crucial cell repair, which can happen only if you sleep long and deep. It repairs your cells. If you run your body into the ground without sufficient sleep, you will shorten your life. Mm-hmm. Bottom line, that's you'll have a shorter lifespan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's find out what is keeping you, you know, awake. You know, your nutrition makes a difference with your sleep and food makes a difference with your food. I better say this better. (laughs) Your food actually makes a difference with what, how you sleep through the day. And I think that um, we, we actually had a call, didn't we, about that? Uh, A question? Question. Yes. Yes, yes. So we had a a question from a caller. She has a two-year-old child that isn't sleeping through the night. And this child has been diagnosed with dairy, egg, and nut allergies. And the mom was calling in and wanting to know what she could give the child to help the child sleep through the night. So, Anna, you... I've had experience with this. Um, I had Recently, I've had a client who had a two-year-old. She was still nursing and was um, waking up two, three times a night. You know, yes. two and a half year old, that's not normal. Um, we took her off the gluten. We knew she was gluten sensitive. Okay, um, so that's a key. I <clears throat> yes. Huge. That's one thing that seems it's missing. Huge. I would, for this mo- mother who's listening, definitely try gluten at least for three weeks. Yep, get try rid for of three, the crackers. Get, get rid of all of it. Yep, bread. Um, bread. Cheerios. Cheerios. Any, anything that's got <laughs> the, gra- the gluten grains in it. Yep, exactly. Those are the most common ones. 
Um, and then obviously the dairy was a problem, but she did, this little girl was just not eating enough throughout the day. Cause like, obviously she was still nursing. So, um, you know, we got her to do smoothies that were dairy free, you know, good coconut milk, very filling, some blueberries, good whey protein powder. She could still handle whey. I don't know if this child can cause they're dairy mm-hmm. intolerant, right. but even just like, you know, um, brown, good brown rice protein or something yeah. like that. Something that's filling. Um, but just meat. Meat and vegetables and fruit and sweet potatoes and sweet potatoes. Yep. Sweet potatoes got ha, give a kid great energy, um, good carbohydrates. So um, I think that's I think that's a huge problem. So definitely the gluten um, and definitely probably just more sufficient food amounts. Right. Yeah. So we can yeah. kind of we were talking before. Okay, we 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 talked about magnesium. Yes, helping people stay asleep. Yes, yes. but. What about if you can't fall asleep? <laughs> uh, that's a little, sometimes that's more difficult. Um, <clears throat> I found that melatonin, um, and Dar was talking about this earlier with one of the callers, um, sublingual mel- melatonin works the best. Um, you just put it under your tongue, and usually it helps within a half an hour you're, you're falling asleep. Um, and some people need five milligrams, sometimes you need 10. Um, for children, if they're really having trouble sleeping, you know, start with a smaller dose. And go up. Yep. So um, some people need to take a combination of relaxing herbs. And um, I know Cara can attest to this. Yes. Because <laughs> she's had sleep problems and anxiety problems forever. Um, but some of the calming amino acids, um, GABA, um, 5-HTP, 5-HTP mm-hmm. those types of things will always help. We also have a supplement called NeuroCalm which is very effective, and it's got actually all those things in it. Yep, it's <laughs> so, good. And actually, when I was in Montana with Dar, I took them. I took two, and it actually helped me fall asleep. Nice. So good so stuff. So good for traveling? It's good stuff. Yeah. Great for traveling, yes. And they travel well. And so. you don't and you don't have any side effects in the no, morning? No, you don't feel drowsy or headachey. It's great. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, we talked about, you know, like you were just talking about some calming herbs. Well, in that supplement, there's chamomile. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then there's 5-HTP, which is a precursor, a precursor to serotonin. Yep. And there's a little GABA in there, which is a key uh, precursor to your, GABA, yeah. actually. How you, how you relax, <laughs> how yeah. your body relaxes. Yeah. So, um, you know, all these things. The other thing is, and the lady called in and she, she wanted to get off of their sleep medication. Yes. And these are not habit-forming. Yeah. They're calming. They support the brain chemistry. They won't make you raid the refrigerator. Yes. <laughs> or get up and walk outside in the middle of the night yes. like some of the medications do. Yeah. With all those side effects. So, you know, it's it's, you know... There's many different kinds of supplements to help people with sleep. You know, but sometimes, honestly, it is simple <laughs> as giving up pop and coffee. Mm-hmm. Yes. Even the breakfast coffee yep. can some, keep some people yep. awake, mm-hmm. which is kind of surprising that people get that sensitive to caffeine. Right. But as you get older, it seems like your body becomes more sensitive 
to those types to of chemicals. those kinds of chemicals. Yes, for sure. And that I would say that's definitely true for my mom who had sleep problems for a lot of years and giving up caffeine completely really really helped um with her sleep and getting into that deep quality sleep that she yeah. was needing to get because even that morning coffee was affecting her ability to go to sleep at night. Yeah, right. And so some people are just very very sensitive and yeah. and you have to end up giving that up in order to get that good quality sleep. So this is one of the reasons that so many people make nutritional consultations with us because of their sleep problems. And I think that's a new thought for a lot of people that, oh, my nutrition is really going to affect how I sleep. So what's one of the number one things that affects sleep besides caffeine? (laughs) Sugar. (laughs) Sugar is huge. Sugar. So key is reducing your sugar. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just goes back to that. It's not good for you in other ways, but it's really, it affects how you sleep. So, um, And even those high carbohydrate foods, which we know break down into a lot of sugar in the body, mm-hmm. can affect your sleep too. Yeah, like the breads and crackers. Yes, and muffins, pasta, donuts. So the other thing that we often suggest to people, and I think women particularly are deficient in is protein mm-hmm. protein yes. not getting enough throughout the day because what protein does is it helps to build our brain chemicals that help us feel calm and relaxed yeah. those neurotransmitters yes. those neurotransmitters yes. the old serotonin yes. mm-hmm. you know those things that help us feel relaxed mm-hmm. and i think i know and i bet you see this very often is that we often have Maybe people, women, particularly coming in and all the time, the only time they're eating a little protein is for dinner. Yep. And maybe they're eating three or four ounces. But we usually suggest maybe more like 14 ounces of protein a day. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so in my nutrition for weight loss class, that's a big thing to get people to eat more of the good, healthy proteins. And so I asked the question last week, how many people in my class are starting to feel better now that they're eating more quality protein throughout the day? And almost everybody raised their hand. Okay. Everyone in that class wasn't eating enough protein, and they've noticed a significant difference. I mean, we're in week nine now by eating protein throughout the day for, you know, every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It does make a big difference. So next week, our show is all about how food affects learning. So join us and we'll give you great ideas for smart breakfast. Good. Smart breakfast. <laughs> so you can feed that you really can feed yourself and your kids. Yep. And and also we invite you to join us next week at the New Healthy Beginnings Expo and that's on Saturday and Sunday. So, you know, just as kind of a wrap up here, if you want to improve your metabolism, metabolism, look first at your sleep. Eight to nine hours are needed to support your metabolism and to reduce cravings. And if you want to improve your memory, first look to sleep. Eight to nine hours of quality sleep is needed to recharge your brain. Sleep is the key to maintaining short-term memory and word recall. Yes. And if you want to improve your moods, look first to your sleep. Irritability, anger, anxiety often disappear when you give your body and brain quality sleep. You know, and really, honestly, quality sleep starts...
starts with eating the weight and wellness way, doesn't it? Yes. It does. And it's it's we said this many, many times through the show, is that you need to have good protein. Yep. I Healthy think you cats. need to eat a lots of good vegetables. Mm-hmm. And we hear this over and over about the importance of eating vegetables these days. Yes. And then you actually can put some butter on those because it helps to carry the vitamins into your cells and into your brain. And it's the healthy fat that your body and brain needs. Yeah. Yes. So some of those other healthy fats besides, if we are wanting to make sure that you've got some good healthy fats before you go to bed, what would be another, some other ideas for healthy fats? Well, um, I, you know, I do the apple, I saute apple with butter and then I put a little cream over it. Oh, mm-hmm. it's wonderful with some cinnamon. Sounds One good. One of my favorite things. Um, I talked about the avocado. You don't have to, if you don't like salsa, you can do half an avocado with half an apple or. And know. some people do a little avocado and they put a little bit of egg salad or tuna salad yeah. in it. Yeah. Yeah. And then they've got like good fat twice. Yes. Yes. And yes. that's magical for balancing out their blood sugars and also for diabetics yes Yes. great for people with diabetes yes Yes. so thank you ladies it was a great show great and if people have questions for us uh, call us at 651-699-3438 thank you expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.